Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Welcome back. Welcome back to Ladder Talk Live. I'm your host, Coach Polina, and we have a beautiful guest with us today. Welcome, April. How are you? I am well. Glad to be back. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. How was your holiday? It was really, really good. It was nice and relaxing, you know, and just I'm ready for the new year. How about you? Very much so. We have lots, a lot of goals to tackle um, and excited to be motivated by you on your journey as well. Um I, I am glad that you were able to join us today because this week we've been talking about, you know, setting expectations, setting goals for the new year, really um, shifting our purpose um, on purpose. And I think it's also important that we do that for our businesses as well. As we close out our books and as we open up new books for the year, um, I think it's important that we do that legally <laughs> uh, from a perspective of, um, you know, not just, you know, filing for one thing or something, but also making sure all of our books add up and our dollars and cents make sense. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I mean, obviously we should be doing those things anyways, you know, and sort of throughout the year, but it's so good to sort of step into a new year, a new season, if you will, you know, while um, this idea of new beginnings is fresh on your mind, you know, you want to evaluate what you did in the previous year and whatever mistakes you did before, you know, you're leaving them in the, in the past year, but you absolutely should always assess your business um, at the top of the year. Um, even for tax purposes, right? Because you know you have you have to file taxes very soon, and so that sort of puts you in that mind of doing actually doing business. Mm. Now, as a as a business attorney, and I know that you're not my attorney, um, my question to you would be, with with what you just mentioned, you know, you encourage people to to stay um, diligent on documentation throughout the year. What is your best recommendation to do that? What do we even need to be keeping up with throughout the year? That is a great question. And so I would say this, the first thing that you wanna make sure that you're doing is making sure that you're keeping your actual business records updated. For one, you know that every year you have to file with the state. You know, you're filing again with the state, giving them an update um, with uh, on your business, your LLC or your corporation or what have you. Um, that's the first thing you want to make sure that that is current. Um, also, the the main pieces of your business that you want to make sure you're you're keeping updated throughout the year are your financials. Mm -hmm. So it's a really really big deal if you are not keeping track of how much money you're making, how much money you're spending, you know? And so getting with a, a good accountant is absolutely paramount because they will tell you what systems you need that will keep, that will best keep track of your business. Um, and, you know, if you are a beginner, you could even keep something as simple as a spreadsheet, you know, an Excel spreadsheet of your finances. 
all in all, everything that you are measuring is what you need to keep tabs on. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's um, a requirement as far as legally things, of course, but some things are just good business, you know, good business practices. Mm -hmm. And uh, a part of that is preparing, uh, preparing to measure what you're doing throughout the year. So if you're keeping the right records um, throughout the year and every month, every week, even, uh, then you'll know how well you're doing or not doing. You'll know mm -hmm. what to change or not change. So that is an ongoing process. And, you know, when you wait until the last minute, then it becomes a headache at the end of the year, trying to remember and trying to keep tabs and trying to go back through your records to see what you made, what you lost, you know, what inventory you brought in for those who, who are selling goods. And, you know, so those records are really important to review consistently throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, a really big key that you pointed out there because sometimes, you know, when you start an LLC, I don't see it. Maybe it's there, but who, how many of us other than probably you and other lawyers are reading the fine print, right? Where <laughs> maybe it does say somewhere on there that every year you have to renew this LLC documentation and we want more of your money uh, <laughs> to renew it. Otherwise we're fining you significantly. Uh, these are things I myself didn't even know, you know, until you get letters in the mail that say, Hey, it's time to renew or email. So yes. um, where would you say, you know, for the uh, existing businesses that seem to be um, growing at what stage do you think it makes sense or, not providing specific details, obviously, because every person is is unique, but sure. uh, a company that goes from making no money to making $100,000 or a million dollars in a year, mm -hmm. at what point do they need to shift from an LLC to something else? Or can you keep an LLC and still be making millions in your business? So you definitely can keep an LLC. So it's not the LLC that needs to change, but perhaps it's the tax designation that needs to change. Mm. And so that's why you need to get with your accountant to see what structure, uh, what tax structure uh, best works for you. You don't necessarily have to change to a corporation to be taxed as an S-corp. A lot of people don't know that. So you can be an LLC and be taxed as an S-corp once you get to the financial point that uh, where it makes sense in your business. So um, there isn't necessarily a specific number or, or like amount that you have to make. You could do that really at any time, but for it to make financial sense and make tax sense, tax sense, mm -hmm. you would definitely get with your accountant because they're up on not only on the, 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 the tax laws, you know, they change frequently, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're up on the tax laws, but they should also be able to tell how much money you are paying yourself, paying your employees and things of that nature. All of those uh, pieces within your business will determine whether or not it's okay to stay, you know, um, being taxed as a regular LLC or a regular corporation versus uh, an, an escort or whatever other structure that works best. Mm. Okay. Now going back to 
um, you know, something that I think you had mentioned on another call that I saw you on recently, where you were talking about insurance, you know, let's say we go through this res, you know, um, recession mm -hmm. and they provide these government fund funds, um, yes. to your businesses. I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, I feel like in the news, there were a lot of people that took advantage of it last year, last few years back. And it's starting to kick people in the butt now, right? Sure. Um, unfortunately, from legal perspectives. So now that people are more aware of it and now can better prepare themselves, do you have any tips or advice for people when it comes to receiving government grants um, from a legal entity, uh, you know, on behalf of your business that you can, you know, provide a little advice on? Uh, absolutely. So when you think about getting anything from the government, it's all traceable, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, come on. I mean, common sense, right? Mm -hmm. They can look at any time to see what you said on that application, whether it's true or not, they can do some investigation. They have people who they hire specifically for investigations, you know? And so um, the main thing is that you operate legitimately and that you're honest and you have integrity in what you're doing, that you're not lying and saying you have 10 employees when you only have one or two, that you are, you know, presenting the, um, the, actual paperwork and not, you know, fake papers that you made up as far as the financials and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, but during that time where a lot of people were getting the PPP loans, it was because it was so easy. All you had to do is give, you know, the name of a business. It could have been some, you know, random name. You could have been a sole proprietor and all of that. But not understanding that if the government chooses, they could literally go into the records, dig in and see, OK, this person says this. They had this type of business. I don't see it anywhere. It's not posted anywhere. Now you're getting a phone call. Now you're getting an email. Now, you know, so the main thing is that, number one, you want to make sure that you actually have a business and that it, there's a structure to your business, whether it's an LLC or corporation, mm -hmm. um, even a sole proprietorship, you know, you you're still um, registering that with the state. Um, the second thing is you, you, you would have a separate EIN, you know, that, that's something you're not using your social security number for. You have an EIN. Mm -hmm. um, you have a, the third thing is um, having a bank account, a business bank account. Like these things sort of um, separate you as an in individual um, from the company itself. Mm -hmm. So those are just three basic pieces, you know, that you want to make sure that you have. You also would need to have your uh, company ownership documents. And so that looks like an operating agreement for an LLC. That looks like uh, bylaws or a shareholders agreement for a corporation. But those are the documents that are, that are actually, um, they actually provide ownership or let you know who owns uh, the company, not your formation documents. The documents you send in with the state, anybody can do that. You can hire a, a an administrator or a secretary mm -hmm. or something like that to do that for you. So they do not give ownership, you know, uh, to you, um, the company to you as, as, as an owner. Mm 
So those are just the, like some basic foundational pieces that you want to have on file. But outside of that, when you're keeping your financial records, these are records that will eventually go into evidence, you know, as to whether or not you actually have a company or a, a running business. Mm, okay. Okay. Now, as we go into the new year, Got plenty of people creating brand new businesses. Um, my favorite are, you know, young kids or under 18 and up individuals looking to start their businesses. Are there any rules behind creating LLCs under the age of 18? Uh, does it have to be your parent and your, or how, how does that work? Well, the thing is, um, if you're not 18 or over, you're not legally uh, obligated to anything. You can't sign any contracts. You can't do anything like that. There are no rules specifically around uh, who owns the company, but uh, an 18 year old or a 17 year old may not be able to form the company because they're not old enough to, to sign that document. Um, but for example, if, if I have a, uh, if I form an LLC, I can put it in my child. I don't have a child, but <laughs> I don't have a, a little one, but I could put it in uh, my little one's name, you know, mm -hmm. so it is definitely a possibility. There are ways that you can um, have your children own businesses. You know, there are trusts that you can form for the benefit of your children. There's so many different ways that you can do that. So the, the main thing around it is that you can, however you do it, you are able to get your child involved in business and giving them this the sense of ownership and responsibility and independence. Mm -hmm. um, it's absolutely possible. I love that because uh, there are, I'm certain a lot of people who obviously want their children to be successful and the earlier you begin, the better. And so it's nice to know that you know, um, because the, uh, creating business credit is also really good for, for the long term. And if you, the yeah. sooner you can create the business and start to gain that business credit, the better so that when they do become of age and they're ready to really take that business to the next level, they're able to do that with a full functioning business that's been doing good numbers and, you know, has um, created uh, credit. Um, yeah. Do you, you talked a little bit about creating trust. So you have the ability, let's say you have your own business, mm -hmm. you have the ability to create a trust and the beneficiary can be your child mm -hmm. in order to kind of protect the assets. Is that the theory of, of creating a trust? That absolutely is. It's, it's sort of a way to house your assets and sort of shield, further shield your, your assets um, mm -hmm. and, and to protect them from certain um, tax, you know, designations and things of that nature. Uh, it, it gets deep into the woods. I don't want to get too deep in the woods yeah. with that. And I, I certainly don't do trusts uh, myself, but the, um, the goal is, and, and again, it depends on the business. It depends on the purpose, purpose of it. It depends on why you're doing it. A trust may not be the right option for you, you know, because perhaps, you want to um, grow a business and sell it in the future. Like there's so many things around um, around trust and it's not an, a real necessary conversation 
when it comes to business until mm -hmm. it is. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's what we continue to hear um, in the news when, you know, t tragedies happen, you know, that yes. they didn't have a will or they didn't have a trust. And now the government has to get involved with yeah. divvying up the, your hard earned money. So how can we uh, work with you? Um, I, I think you have some announcements to share with the audience about some things you have going on in the future. Uh, yes, absolutely. So you can actually follow me at April Mackay on Instagram. That's probably the best way. You could also follow me on Facebook, April LaJoy Mackay. Um, and I do have some great things coming up. So my goal this year, so we're talking about new beginnings, right? We're talking yeah. about vision, right? Mm -hmm. So my goal this year is to help 1,000 entrepreneurs to start, build, or grow their businesses legitimately. So I have created a, a course that um, entrepreneurs could purchase to learn how to run their businesses legitimately. It has eight modules and I believe you should be able to complete the course. Um, if you're on a steady pace, you should be able to co complete the course within about four weeks. You can take about four weeks to complete mm. the actual course. Um, we have everything in it from, well, we'll put it like this. So it's called Legit, Legit Launch and it's business uh, building with business bricks. And BRICS is an acronym that stands for business formation, required documents, intellectual property, customer experience, knowledgeable people, and systems and SOPs. And so those are the key pieces that I have found that will help you to solidify your business and to run it, you know, in a legit manner. Wow. So, yeah. so you're helping a thousand business owners new yes. existing and beyond yes. uh, to legitimize their business. Uh, Absolutely. That's my goal. That's, That's my beautiful. goal. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, we talked about um, on Monday, we talked about the importance of, you know, setting clear expectations, setting a plan to le legitimately make it happen. Right. Not just sure. saying I want to do this, um, you know, particular goal without a, a specific set of goals. And I know we've talked about your goals and you've provided numbers on breaking down in order to get to a thousand. This is how many yeah. people I need to help in a month. Mm -hmm. And this is what we encourage the, the listeners to, to do as well. Sure. So in terms of, you know, making the, this particular goal real, how, how can our listeners support you? How, how um, do you have a workshop or, or can they schedule a call with you to, you know, see if they fit into the parameters to be a client? Yes, I do have upcoming workshops, but right now what I would uh, prefer people do right now is they can just simply DM me. If you just DM me the word legit, then I'll know exactly what you're talking about. And you can get on my schedule and we can talk about exactly what you need. And I'll get you going and get you legit this year. Uh, and I'm so glad that you brought up um, um, how I broke down uh, my vision for the year and how um, I sort of figured out the numbers surrounding that. And that's something that I want to leave with your audience because when you are uh, creating a new vision for the earth, a, a new beginning, I believe that's imperative to create a vision that uh, 
that's going to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish during this year. And so that vision could be anything that you want, but it's important to really, really imagine. You know, I have gone back to like thinking like a child again, <laughs> just, you know, letting my mind free and thinking big and, you know, really dreaming, dreaming big, because I know that whatever I dream, even more is even possible, right? So um, take some time, dream out your biggest dream for this year, and then walk it backwards, you know, go back and, and, and chunk it up into pieces. So if you have a dream for one year, figure out what you need to do every month to achieve that goal. Then figure out what you need to do every week for that goal and figure out what you need to do every day for that goal. And don't stop until it's done. Oh, that's a good, that's good right there. Do not stop until it's done. Do not let distractions interfere no. with the mission. Because they will come. <laughs> they will always come. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's great. Um, so go ahead and follow April at April Mackay on Instagram and April LaJoy uh, Mackay on Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, any, any other last things that you'd like to share with us uh, before we close things out? Nope. I'm just excited for 2023 and I can't wait to uh, keep coming in and giving you legit tips every week. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, April, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. See ya. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.